Hello, good evening and welcome. You join us at a podcast that we've put together so quickly we have not even come up with a name for it. Uh, my name is Andy Scott. I am joined by my good friends, Dave Lee. Dave, say hello. How are you doing, Andy? Thanks for having us. Good. I'm joined by Nazmal Hack. Naz, say hello. G'day, Andy. G'day. All right, easy, mate. And I'm joined by Tommy Murphy. Tommy, say hello. How are you getting on, Andy? Yeah, very well. So why are we here, gentlemen? Well, we're here because we decided we would do a World Cup podcast, because if there isn't enough crap about the World Cup already, we're four idiots that can deliver more of it. Uh, there's a couple of things that we want to talk about. Obviously, we will talk about England. Uh, obviously, we will talk about Australia. Uh, and as well, look, we need to talk about the Big Five as well. Who are the Big Five, I hear you ask? Well, look, you guys are all involved in a tipping comp with me. Uh, part of it was to pick the overall winner of the World Cup. The Big Five are the five teams that of 20 of us were the only ones that selected. Mm -hmm. So they were Brazil, Germany, Argentina, Spain and France. Start us off, you all watch the games, yeah? Indeed. Mm-hmm. I, uh -huh. I love that you just got a nice little slip in there of your tipping comp yeah. though, you know, you're getting a bit of... ABC a commercial mate. sorted for the next one that you nice run is it plug. ABC yeah. always be closing Naz roll okay. us up obviously Spain Portugal 3 all uh, all the headlines about Ronaldo what did you make of the Spanish I just decided they didn't want to defend right just lost their head um, I mean less about the, the Spanish I think it's it's really built on cycles I think the World Cup and teams in that way um, I think Spain obviously had their had their time had their moment a few years back and they looked pretty unbeatable um, now I think their sort of style of football got a bit found out it has been for a little while now I think Barca is a, a peak example of that as well I think people have realised how to defend against that sort of football um, but apart from Spain I think Ronnie is I'm pretty glad he turned up to be honest um, yeah I agree look, other than look, obviously the Span Spanish team was rocked by that uh, departure a couple of days beforehand Spanish football bunkers at the top end isn't it is that Tommy is that going to give them a fortress mentality or have, or have they mentally shot themselves in the foot by doing that do you think I think that it might be slightly taken it might be overblown the the importance of a manager I think at the end of the day they ah. still have a lot of talent they still have a lot of talent in that side and um, on, Tommy. <laughs> you know they yes it was a draw but they did play well and uh, all they need to do now is find their centre, find their focus. And I don't think it's necessarily over for them. How far do they go, Dave? See, I've, I've bet on them to win. Like, I bet on them to win before the manager got sacked. So when I saw that, I was, well, in our tipping comp, I had to change to, um, to Germany, which I won't say um, again, since I'm supporting England. But uh, yeah, I, I thought Spain were really good. I think they were back to the best. I think Isco... Was, was unplayable and if it weren't for Ronaldo then it would have probably been 3-0 I didn't really have any other threats Portugal except from they were pretty rapid on the break um, yeah I, I, th I think Herrero is, is the new boss he was um, he was quality player for Real Madrid back in the day but when he went to Bolton he, he was absolutely shot so that's all I've ever seen of him <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I, I fancy him to go pretty far. What about you, Andy? Uh, yeah, look, I think Spain will go all right. Uh, I've I, I seen it the last four for sure. Uh, I don't think they have enough to go all the way through that, if I'm perfectly honest. But apparently I've been wrong before. So, uh, you know, could could happen again. Another another sort of one-man team I want to talk about. We mentioned Ronaldo, the other one-man team in the World Cup, Argentina. <coughs> How did you see them go, Dave? 
Yeah, Messi, it is, it is Mr. One Man Team, isn't it? Like, I watched that, and even though he, he missed the penalty, he was by far their only player. But their tactics were just awful. They're playing against a team of basketball players. They were huge. They're all like six foot ten, the lot of them, and they were trying to pump it in the box, um, aiming for Messi, who's four foot nothing. So uh, yeah, I don't think the tactics were brilliant. Um, but yeah, he, he can change a game. We saw it. that's the only reason they're there in the World Cup in the first place is because Messi scored. I think he scored like eighty percent of their goals leading up. So. So yeah, I'm not sure. Um, now, so you watch the game. What's your take? Yeah, mate. You know what? I think. Um, I think throughout the La Liga season, it's been a case of like Ronnie scores a hat trick, Messi scores a hat trick, mm. Ronnie scores three assists, two Ronnie. Messi. Is he your mate? Yeah, he is my mate. Yeah. 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 He is my mate. All right, Rondo. <laughs> CR7. Yeah, I call him Chrissy, you know, sometimes. I've got loads of different names for him, you know, we chat every so often. But um, I think, yeah, everything Messi, everything Ronaldo does, uh, Messi goes on better, right? So I was expecting just absolute fireworks in that game. And then um, fair play to Iceland, you know, like the, the tactics that... Um, that Argentina had, I think, was a lot of the case of give Messi the ball in in that sort of uh, just outside the eighteen yard box in that pocket and just see if he can get some magic across. But um, look, playing against it, but like well documented that the keeper is this director part time, um, the gaffer's a dentist, f- mm. fullback's a taxi driver, something <laughs> like that. Do you know what I mean? So, but credit to them, like they got a game plan and. If you haven't got flash players and you haven't got players with all of the ability in the world, you play up to your strengths, right? Um, and that's what they're doing. So they just look solid. I think Iceland, like it's, they've had a great qualification run as well. Um, did really well in qualifiers. So I think they get far less credit than what they deserve, especially over the last few years. You know, Argentina. How far do you see them going, Tommy? How far do I see them going? Uh, I think they're one of those teams that always get rated far higher than they deserve simply because of that man Messi Um, just going back to the point on Iceland though I think another one of the strings to their bow are their fans their chants and uh, I would say playing in that game would uh, would be a brilliant um, atmosphere Um, but going back to Argentina one one of the highlights for me of that game was Sam Matterface's commentary uh, from ITV when Christian Pavon came on um, and he's five foot five and uh, Sam decided to compare him uh, in the middle of this uh, FIFA World Cup game uh, to Melon Sue. He's the same size as Melon Sue or Kristen Dunst and I just thought that was absolutely brilliant. That's what he said? Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, uh, the sub came no, on. Here's, and, come on. Yeah. here's number 49, Warwick Davis. <laughs> <laughs> it was what? pure partridge. Pure partridge. <laughs> it was genius. I, was I did, actually, genius. on the commentary point, I did see... It's a bit unfair, actually, but the commentary was cut off because there's an American commentator. Um, I think it was like American Fox Sports or something. And the game ended and he went, um, Iceland have just beat Argentina 1-1. <laughs> and it was like... <laughs> But to be fair, I think another journalist came out and said, if you listen to the whole recording, it's apparently referenced to some um, some news article. But obviously, everyone jumped right on that from the Yanks, and and yeah, love that commentary. So I quite like it. I quite like it. The other the other team down in the South America that that always is the the perennial favourites, the boys in gold, <laughs> the boys from Brazil. How do we see it, Dave? Yeah, Jokers well, or, I've, or I've, real threat? Obviously, only been watching. Um, since the 90s I know you've been watching them since the 18th century though, but, um, yeah, I've been like, black and I white when I first started watching them <laughs> they're, they're the pundits favourite 
you see, I think Merce, um, like he's one of my friends, just like Ronnie's yours. Yeah. <laughs> Old Merce is mine. Yeah, yeah, so yeah see. Paul yeah. Merce. And yeah, he, he, it's his favourite. I think it's Lampard's favourite for the World Cup as well. Um, they do look like the team to beat. I think Coutinho, he's a, a match winner. Uh, you see his goal absolutely rocket into the top bins. But um, yeah, you see, you see how they play. They, they play with fluidity of Argentina, but they've got an end result. They've got goal scorers in Jesus, they've got Firmino, they've got Coutinho. Yeah, they they look like a team to beat. Not even mention Neymar as well and all that. Who? I, yeah, I was thinking, I, where's that coming? They're, they're my tip to take it off. I just oh, think they've got yeah. so many goals in them from so many places as well. If it's not coming from one, it's the other. And yeah, look, they, they drew against Switzerland. Uh, one all, and look, they just did well. You know, they did what they did and they manhandled them. But Rough. on a different day, Brazil would have got four or five in that game and have been out, been out of sight, you know. And yeah, I think the longer it goes on, the more settled they are. I think, I think they've got a point to prove after the last World Cup. And I think they will do it. Tommy, did you watch the Brazil game this morning? Uh, I did not watch it this morning um, because unlike the rest of you lads, I am what's called a fair weather fan. Uh, so I'm not going to get up really early in the morning to get watch the, the games. <laughs> but what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do, uh, is provide uh, you know a bit of um, a bit of someone who is, let's say, unbiased uh, because my oh, country sla- sadly didn't make it into the World Cup. Um, but um, one thing I will say about Brazil is they are always when I watch them in the World Cup they're one of those sides that are exciting to watch and that's very important uh, for someone who can really take or leave uh, getting up at four in the morning yeah uh, I, I'm just looking forward to an Irish person being unbiased about England mate to be honest yeah no I, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that'll be later sure on that. in the podcast where I will uh, yeah. show how important impartial I am oh mate looking forward uh, to it looking yeah. forward to it Naz Germany did you watch it Um Germany, no, I've seen the highlights. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't, uh, I didn't watch it live. But like the thing is that the, you look at the squad lists of Germany, right? And you, um, you look at their attack, and like, yeah, Th- Thomas Muller's always up there. He always does well. Like Timo Werner's their their main striker at the minute, and I think everyone every year just has this the same opinion, rightfully so. Germany about, oh look, they're gonna be fine. You know, they turn up for tournaments. Just that whole German sort of mentality, that industry. Um, but obviously it didn't go down very well there you know it's it clearly it didn't pay off um i think I th- I don't get me wrong i think they're still very much a contender i think anyone can have a blip first game because i think mexico you know you shouldn't you know disregard the, the the mexicans and um how good they could be like that kid that scored who is uh, playing in in holland somewhere psv i think has been unreal this season like serious talent i think this is probably the the tournament that could get him a big move so fair play to him but um yeah obviously a shaky start for them but i think they'll still be there and thereabouts you know semis that that sort of area i think definitely and um well i mean i hope not but <laughs> i think they will be dave you watched it a yeah blip, i actually a, watched a blip it. from the germans this is this is a world <laughs> cup podcast i can't believe what i'm hearing we've got one guy is impartial is not watching any of the games and then we got Naz, the big brother, telling the time. Yeah, no, I had a I had a steamy one on Saturday. That's why. So, yeah, yeah. I had a steamy one on Saturday, right? I was in, <laughs> I was asleep by nine. Optus as well won't stream it for I me. Know, yeah, I see that. But no, don't, yeah, don't I watched the, I watched the game Optus. there, Andy. Um, yeah, it was good. I, I understand, I guess, the Germans' frustrations. Um, <coughs> look, Mexico, they were the better team. It wasn't a, a last-minute grab, like, and no. uh, 
like they deserve they deserve to win it. Uh, I saw particularly Germany are always finished strong and they probably and and should have got an equaliser, but for them they should be breezing past teams like Mexico. I can't believe. And I keep reading, oh well, if they haven't got Leroy Sane, then their their team must be unreal if they can leave him out. But they were pretty average the whole way through. Did you watch it? Yeah, I, I did. I did. And Mexico could have been out of sight by half time. Yeah. I, I thought Mexico were absolutely superb. And yeah, you know what? Germany came into it towards the end. And, you know, as defending world champions, you'd expect them to. I read some really interesting comments from uh, the Mexican coach, who, whose name I forget because I'm that good at research. But he was saying they had a plan for a long time out for Germany, pace down the wings. They were just like, that is. That is where they're weak, so that's where mm-hmm. we attack. We'll go pace down the wings. So they they put their quickest players on the wings, and, and Leon, who I know played out there, played at Watford for all, which is how I know him. He's <laughs> not. He's not. He's not a natural attacking winger by any stretch of the imagination. He can do a bit of that, but he will play anywhere up and down on that flank. And yeah, he, he was just fullback for you, mate. You get the ball. Yeah, he played that and, and sort of in a holding. Uh, that sort of like on the right side as well, but yeah. rarely as an out and out get up there as a winger pal. And he was just, you could see every time Mexico had the ball, those two had instructions, just absolutely bomb it down the wings. And they, they turned Germany inside out and they were, they were so quick in the transition yeah, they were. that the Germans were all of a sudden, and that usual, we can take our time, we'll funnel you into the middle and meet you with this, you know, arrive panzer tanks that, yeah, good luck getting past us. They just did not have their time to set up. And yeah, look, it's a blueprint to get at Germany. I, I don't know how Germany get through that, to be honest. I, look, I think, geez, you, you, you know, right off the Germans at your peril in, yeah. in these tournaments yeah, right. yeah, because look we all know they know but yeah they're, they're get below they get below I, I didn't yeah I didn't see anything that would make anyone go they're going to roll this one this year uh, I, I really didn't so and look last but but not least I want to get to because if we can do two and one stone uh, Le Mighty Le Bleu against uh, the uh, the brave Socceroos I assume we all watched it we yeah, did that we one did. yeah Let's get it out of the way early doors. Yeah. It was a penalty, right? I don't think so. I don't think so. Really? Like, yeah. I, I mean, I've looked at a few angles. I think he just about touches the ball before he touches the I think there's a clip the of the man. ball. There is a clip of the ball, but it... Yeah. But it's, it's, it's 100% sure. The rule is, the whole point in this VAR, which seems to be like there's something wrong with it every time they use it. Like I saw an offside back in England where it was a squealy line. Do you see that? It was an yeah, offside. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it wasn't even a straight line and they gave that. Uh, and now this penalty, like... If he touches, if he touches the ball first, and then gets the man, that shouldn't be a foul. But it is. But I, but but I, but, I, but I'm not. The rules have been like that since about 1992. I, I agree. If he touches the ball and he gets the man, it shouldn't be a foul. But I'm not a hundred percent certain that he touches the ball. I mean, I think he does, and I think the camera angles from all three angles, I still can't guarantee and say that he touches that ball. Then how can you give it? Touching, touching, but he no. So the ref obviously thinks he does, right? So the ref thinks he's touched the ball. Um, the ref thinks he hasn't touched the ball. Sorry, right? So, but you think it's a foul in the, in the studio? There's like eight or nine people looking at every angle. How can they not? But to me, it's it's quite simple. Whether he touches the ball or not is almost irrelevant because after he touches the ball, Griezmann knocks the ball forward, and that's he's kicks the ball in the direction he's running, and then he gets his real nah, leg nah. nah. Oh, then, man. Nah, I think if he it touches the ball, it's not a pen there. Yeah, oh, dear, man. But, you know... As soon as it happened, I thought it was a pen. As soon as... That was my natural reaction. I was like, that, you know, me and my missus watching the game, and I was like... Even she was like, oh, no, as soon as it happened. She's Australian, and I was like... We saw the replay, and I was just like... If they go to VAR, that's going to be a pen. And then as soon as, like, you know... 
90 seconds later the ref did that I was just like oh it's going to be a penalty That's yeah, right. as, uh, as I've, I've seen the well, I go to the A-League a lot so I go to uh, Sydney FC so VAR's been used all year in the A-League and he gets a lot of critics in the A-League for, for rightly reasons could you see creep about what happens what doesn't happen why it should be applied why you're applying it to that so far in the World Cup I, I think it's actually been okay to be fair I think for all the hubbub with that incident, you know, Craig Foster coming out, giving it the big one. He's just embarrassing himself there, to be yeah, honest. Right. If that had been at the other end of the pitch and that had been Australia winning a penalty because Tim Cahill was going through on goal, we would everyone would be sitting there going, yes, yeah, it shows that VAR works. It shows that VAR works. So yeah. I, there's a yeah, bit yeah, of one I After I England that. against Germany last yeah. World Cup. Like you, Lampard, yeah. You know, like, like, that's the biggest disgrace. I've never celebrated yeah. more for a goal that's I'm not, not one given. of them. I'm not one of them dinosaurs that's going to be like, oh, it's spoiling football it's spoiling the tradition of football like if we had VAR when Lampard scored that goal like that's a different game like we're 4-3-1 down at the time or something 2-1 2-1 down two that's 2-all that's, that's, that's two all that you know what I mean that's a totally different game anything can happen there so um, as much as it has caused a bit of disruption in, in the A-League I think that's good to test it out and do get the teething out the way yeah um, and then Look, for me, for me, it should have been a penalty. Penalty was given in the Costa Rica game, Denmark as well. That same same thing happened. It absolutely sorry, the Peru, Peru uh, Denmark yeah, game. Yeah. It, same thing happened. It was the ref bottled that, I think, and Sky it was. Didn't you it, saw yeah. it when it was back, and it was <coughs> the penalty is like, yeah, he's blatantly taking his foot away. That should be it. So you know what? In a balance, I'm I'm all right with the decision so far. But that's not to take away from France. A lot of people's favourites going into the tournament. The most expensive team in the history of the world of expensive teams or something based yeah, on quite what I don't know thanks to agents that I reckon so um, yeah. don't be oh agents you know, sorry the wow <laughs> <laughs> okay is that, are France worthy of their tags are they winners are they going to do what see when I think of France with the, with the exception of that sweet spot around the World Cup and the Euros they're a team that great players but when the going gets tough and they come up against good team they turn into a bunch of yeah, individuals they're the not the team is, yeah, that, I, is that the France we're looking at yeah I don't rate Deschamps I just think that they haven't got like every time I've seen them play for him it is uh, every kind of every man for himself and like you say I think that's kind of typical France uh, they've got some world beaters in their team Like there's no denying it. they've got pace they've got quality in Griezmann it's just whether or not they can pull together as a team they had a good qualifying before I think who did they play um, in the last friendly uh, they, they won like three one, but they were electrifying. Um, and then, in the first game, it's a bit of a hurdle. But then the same way, if, if when England tonight played Tunisia, to some degree, we just want to, we need the results. If it was two one, we'd all take that now. Yeah. Tommy, what do you think? Um, I hate the French. Um, <laughs> the French team you know, it's, and uh, football. Not that's a. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm referring specifically to the French soccer team. Uh, and oh, football yeah, in this podcast. Right. <laughs> um, no, I think uh, I would agree. I would agree with Andy um, that every World Cup they go to, um, they are another one of those teams that are inflated in how talented they are. And when they do come across um, strong opposition, uh, they crumble. But another thing that's true about every World Cup is that it never goes the way that everyone thinks um, <coughs> otherwise we'd all be guaranteed to make money from our tipping competition wouldn't we so what do we see Nas France contenders or uh, pretenders yes no they're going to no, win it no contenders I think I think they've always got an implode in them every tournament but I think um, 
the likes of Nasri was never a good idea for the team. I think the likes of Anelka was never a good idea for the team. I think, you know, if you think about the team they've got now, you know, like, look, Pogba's got his own brand and profile, but I don't think he's a sort of Nasri-style um, disruptor to the team. Um, Griezmann's in absolute fire form. Um, Kante as well, I think is so important to the team. I think he had a cracking game. Um and he always gets overlooked um, in terms of like you know the flash and what he does, but um, I think he played really well. So uh, look, I think they've got to be up there in terms of semis again. You know, at least. Yeah. Um, okay. And finally, on the Socceroos, look, how do we? Let's be honest. If they hadn't been awarded that penalty, they wouldn't have scored all night, and it was brave, and it was all those things. But is that the high watermark for them, or do they go through? Can they get out of this group? Yeah. Well, I don't know. As long as Tim Cahill scores of a header, <laughs> I've got him at twenty-two to one to score a header at any time in the tournament. Oh, so nice. I don't really care. <laughs> um, no, no. Like, um, do they get uh, out of the group? Yes, no. No. Naz, yes, no. Yeah. Tommy, yes, no. No. Yeah, I'm a no as well. I said before the tournament they wouldn't win a game or wouldn't score a goal. So. Well, they proved you wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's what egged them on, if I'm honest. Yeah. <laughs> Reverse psychology. But look, moving on for that, let's, uh, you know, talking of uh, Australia losing, uh, it's time to get to everybody's favourite losers. To the business. That's right. Right, I think that's about as much as we can play about that because I'm sure we don't have rights to do it. But uh, but nice one, Dave. Good life, life sound effects. I like it. So we see with England. Obviously, England tonight, they begin or 4 a.m. Australia time, which is in about eight hours for us here. Look, first things first, how far do England go? How far so, do they get? <laughs> I'm the optimist. We're going to win. No, no, I, how I, far no. do they get in the tournament? Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about... The no, win. I, I, th- I think semis. I think semi-final we can do. Semi-final. Naz? I genuinely feel like we've got a chance of getting all the way. I don't okay. care what anyone says. Demonstrably. Right. Tommy, classic. how far do England get? Classic. Uh, I will say that I get to the quarterfinals. Um, I think that I like uh, what Gareth Southgate is, is doing with the side at the moment uh, in terms of how he's preparing them mentally, um, you know. Um, because although it's a completely different sport, I have managed teams in the past, and it's very important going into a game to have the mindset of the players. Are you saying you're Southgate? <laughs> Hang on, <laughs> yeah. They need Tommy you managed on one the Gaelic football team, and now you turn. I said it was a different code. All right, I didn't say Tommy it was international over football. There. They need Tommy on the plane. First of all, he's calling it codes. <laughs> and he's soccer. calling it codes. Yeah. The England soccer team. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Partridge-esque. You had your little joke there, lads. Partridge-esque. Yeah. Anyway, the one is, thing- is my point wrong? Is my point wrong that it's very important for the players to be mentally in the right place to perform? Yeah, I, I think. Look, I think you're right, and I think that we will. I think we'll see that tonight when the game starts. And I want to hear what your thoughts are on tonight's games because, like me personally, I think we'll get to the courts as well. I think anything more than that would be an absolute result I dug up a few little stats nice about nice. England stats because, time uh, stats. I, yeah I thought I'd have a look so here we go so Tunisia undefeated in the qualifying campaigns 11 games much like England yeah, yeah. I don't know how many games it was but zero L's in that thing not a problem never played England yet England Next. have not won an opening game in a major tournament since 2006 and that was a 1-0 win against Panama with Carlos Gamera scoring an own goal. So that's a good game. win. That's typical England, that. Uh, yeah. Tunisia <laughs> tough are... Tough game, that one. I remember that one. Tunisia in the FIFA World Rankings are ranked one place above Iceland. 
who of course famously knocked us out of the Euros. With all that, uh, the bookies have England at about 144 to win. They have Tunisia at $9 to win. With all that said, how do England go tonight? Dave? Yeah, I, my heart is saying attacking football. They're all young. That You see, I don't know if you've seen any of the social media posts. We're all having a good time. Um, I, I want to see attacking football, but my head's telling me Kane, last minute, scruffy, over the line, probably another own goal. If we're going to win it, that, that seems to be the England way. I just think this tournament is different. Like you see, all of our last ones, yes, we've had Beckham, Gerrard, Skulls, Lampard, but we don't seem to have done anything as a team. Which this is the first time that there seems to be any harmony. All I see is everybody laying into each other, ripping each other. But that's that's the way. If you see like most teams that are doing well, is because they're normally having a laugh. Yeah, uh, and the team spirit's good, and I think I do think Southgate. Yeah, he's he's got that right. He's kind of uh, he's not hidden anybody away from the media. When there was that that media talk, he had everybody in the room, and he said, "Look, like fire away, like we're we're united in this." And I think that's going to be vitally important if we're going to do well. Naz, how do you say it? Um, yeah, I think, I, like you said, I, I just I don't think it'll be scrappy. You know, I think I mean we're not going to get like Brazilian fast flowing samba football, but um, I reckon it's going to be two three nil. Um, new formation seems to be working well for us. We got like we got all the the personnel to be able to play it really well as well. We got fullbacks for for days who could swap. <laughs> we could we could play full, we could alternate our fullbacks every game, and I think that's going to be really important for us as well. Does it even um, matter though style how we play? Tommy, obviously you're the you're the man in the room with coaching experience. <laughs> <laughs> it would appear. On, what would what would you be telling the England squad right now? Does does how they play matter? Does get <coughs> what's an acceptable result? What's an unacceptable result? What would be a fantastic result? I think, uh, in terms of how England are going to perform tonight, I really hope that they um, they give it their all. Um, I, there's always going to be a part of me that hopes that they lose, uh, but I also do like to see it when England get their shit together uh, and actually perform to the level that. that their country thinks they can. Um, but in terms of going back to what the result's going to be, I think it is going to be a 1-0. Um, probably, I would disagree with Dave, that'll probably be a first half goal. Uh, and then it'll be steady the shit from there. Get the result, get the W, as they say in America. Um, but I think that is um, how it will go down. Dave, what does the disastrous result look like? I can't see us losing. Like, I physically can't see us losing. I think um, you look at the games. What about emotionally? <laughs> well, <laughs> this will be my last podcast. I'm jumping off Sydney Harbour Bridge. Um, yeah, no, like, we, we can't lose. It'll be. Really I think the worst case is going to be nil-nil. Like that. That's sort of typical England first game of the groups result. Like, we, we tend to to start off slow, but yeah, like I'm really optimistic. What do you think, Andy? Uh, yeah, I, I just see. Look, I think Tunisia I look at it the other way I think Tunisia will look at England and go you know what we can get something from this game mm -hmm. and if we get something from this game then we can get something from the other game against Panama and if we do that and we can get a win from that and if we do that we're box seat to get out of this group so I, I think Tunisia will be those typical I think it'll be one of those typical early World Cup games where Tunisia will be like lock it up tight at the back England don't have a lot that they can threaten us with really if we don't play to their strengths and yeah I think it's going to pan out like that I, the only I mean no, I mean, I have a history of like to me when you watch England play 
England have a, a start where they go, we'll play in this style, however it'll be, because we've got these players. And for those 20 minutes where we're allowed to do that, we look like, oh, yeah, we could, we could go on here. This is great. As soon as the other side go, right, you've had your fun. We're going to lock those things up for a while. We're just going to hold the ball for a little bit. And then after a while, we're going to start doing stuff. England run out of ideas and you get this either not quite England don't lump it forward from the back anymore they've learnt that they lump it to the wings and then they just lump it in the box it's basically the same thing so I I hope that I don't start seeing that from England because that would be just so but yeah, that, but, and they haven't even got Crouch to bring on do you know what I mean <laughs> no, we, we, we no. had that but, but, but I think the advantage is that these players have a lot of these players South Coast play with uh, work with them before a lot of them come through a youth system well, at the England youth teams let's not forget actually did pretty well they legit win stuff so I think if that comes through I don't think there's any fear I think the fact that these guys have no experience I think it's going to be their greatest asset going into that and I think if they can just get on there have a go forget all this all oh, the pressure the pressure the pressure because it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy I mean say do you think the Germans don't have pressure I think the French don't have pressure you don't every top country in the world has pressure so it's not to work out that England is somehow special like I, I just don't buy it. it just sounds like little England to me so I I hope that happens I hope we unleash the shackles I hope we show that we can play and we yeah. can mix it up a bit but yeah I, I think it's going to end up bloody 1-0 yeah I <laughs> no agreeing to that I just think like I know I said England win the tournament and I, I genuinely think we have a chance but realistically if we go and play 3-5-2 and they just express themselves like you said and we don't just go and park four four two and play two defensive midfielders and have nothing going for us. I'll actually be happy, you know. If we if we went out in the in the in the knockouts, didn't make it to the quarters, um, I'd be happy as long as we went and 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 had a go. Like but you what, said, what just that if it is nil nil and it is boring. What what do you do? What, oh, you then yeah, it? then it's then we're back to square one, right? Then it's like, what was the whole point of this? Well, let's uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, yeah. let's bring it back. What name absolutely has to be on the team sheet in the middle, in the middle of the park? Uh, it's in in centre in centre midfield yeah. in the middle of the park. Interpret that you were. What name? Absolutely. What name? If you see that on the team sheet tonight, you're going to be yes. What name? Are you I play see Raheem and number go, ten. You know, yeah, Raheem I play number Raheem 10 number ten because Kane's obviously our biggest hope up top, right? And yeah. So yeah, thankfully, sure. you're not going to not play Kane. So. Yeah, and thankfully we haven't got Vassell to bring off the bench anymore, right? We got Vardy, <laughs> who's me. like. Yeah, like we got Vardy, who's a genuinely legitimate threat. Like you know, he's a good player. He's a Premier League player. He's got a different angle about him instead of Kane. So we've got a good bench as well. But I mean, Kane and Sterling. I think Sterling in that number ten is something that I'm really looking forward to. I think I feel like he's going to play him there as well. He has been doing for a while. Um, the friendlies and similar to Walker at centre back as well. He's trying a few new things, and if he sticks with that, like I said, that's expressing yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like I, th I think that if he if he just he gets a bit courageous he does things like that if we lose but we play well and who's the the team the name on the sheet that you see and you think oh for sake oh god if he if it's <coughs> Henderson and Dyer if it's them two together <laughs> I mean, it's just the same old same old isn't it like you're, you're going for the the nil nil or one all but yeah I agree with Naz I think Sterling's the game changer like he's got that pace that's just ridiculous. You see him for City this year. He, he might run like he's got jazz hands, but if, if he's going to score goals and 17 goals, whatever he got for City this year, and he, he can turn that in for England, like he's a bit suspect in, in the friendlies, but if that's getting all of his misses out out of the way early, I think that's... I thought you were uh, talking about his misses there. I was <laughs> like, what? Yeah, and his misses and his guns. Do, we do England need a result? If England don't yeah. get a result, yeah, can yeah. They, yeah, is, that, is that if England... 
lose tonight? Is that it? Qualification? Well, Panama game? lose are going to lose every game. Panama are the whipping boys. So Tunisia beat them. Belgium beat them. You don't want it to be out of them too. See the thing. The thing is as well, Panama, right? I just think Panama have got something about them where they're going to put all it's eleven the, the players hats. behind the ball, the right? And and they, but they they could you could see them grinding out a nil nil and just putting eleven men behind the ball and just. And just not letting anyone play any football. Foul this, foul here, foul there. Lads, let's get some pride because they're not expecting to get out the group. So if they can get some pride and win a point against England or win a point against Belgium, like that's that's their World Cup sorted. You know, the, the boys are on holiday really Great. in Russia. So we basically must not lose. As we can't lose of all of that. You can't draw. You got to win. Can't draw. You got to win. Got to win. Great. Go All right, well, that seems like a good, uh, an upbeat way to end it. I think there we've <coughs> rambled on long, long enough. Look, I hope you've enjoyed it. We sort of winged this a little bit, but uh, didn't come too to bad, together too badly. But obviously, that's me saying that. Final predictions, Tommy. What will be the final score tonight for England? One nil to the England. To England, Sterling first half goal. Nice, Naz. Three nil. Goal scorers. Kane double, and. I'm going to go Henderson. Christ. It's like, <laughs> it's like hate yeah. speech. <laughs> Dave. Yeah, 1-0, Kane, penalty. Yeah, I, I can't do... Yeah, it's got 1-0 written all over it. 1-0, probably own goal, if I'm frank. Anyway, yes. that's us, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Hope you enjoy it. We will be back tomorrow, uh, hopefully... Boyd by an exciting mm-hmm. England. It's coming home. Oh, that's what they say. Also, please don't send us copyright infringement for that thing that Dave just played before. I'll send you his email if you are going to. Yeah, <laughs> if you are, there's one person. If you need direct he didn't tell us copyright. He, was do that. Yeah. he didn't tell us he was going to do that. All right, guys, all the best. Go on, England, all the best. Let's do it. See you.